Welcome to episode, this is episode four now of the podcast. Um, I'm excited to have my friend Jason out here. He is the founder of Call Your Fam, which is a mental health awareness brand based around jewelry. Um, so similar to what I've been trying to do and work on, except instead of clothing, it's jewelry. So if you want to introduce yourself, Jason, and kind of tell a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks for having me, Max. I am stoked to be here. But yeah, basically, Call Your Fam, like you said, is a mental health brand centered around jewelry where we just use that as the vehicle to spread our message and pretty much got started about a year ago with the idea and then the last three months have been our official launch getting everything going getting the website live connecting with people in person and really just starting to get the the real feedback and uh, connect with the community How's the initial feedback been on kind of your, cause you just did your technically your second drop, the gold. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been an interesting journey too, with the drops and figuring out um, exactly how I want to do that right now, since we pretty much started with silver and then wanted to bring gold into play. So we got that drop going and pretty much went uh, first month silver second month gold and now we're just riding it out with the collections that we have and just had the first two pop-ups so we've been able to connect with a bunch of strangers have conversations about mental health and just connect with those people in a new way it's been really refreshing to you know it's always awesome to have conversations with people you know like when we're able to talk about life and other friends but yeah really connecting with those strangers in person has been a super cool experience to just have a whole new aspect yeah it's very cool and i feel like i've had similar experiences when people like talk to me about the clothing or see the clothing um but so i guess when did your idea to want what idea came first did you want to start like a jewelry brand or did you want to start something around mental health? Yeah. So I can, I can do the deep dive into a little bit of the background of how it started, but it was definitely mental health at the forefront of what I wanted to do. So I think for a long time, I didn't know exactly what that would be. I didn't know, you know, I saw, Brands like Make Sure Your Friends Are Okay and Mad Happy, Lonely Ghost, and then obviously recently connected with you on everything that you're working on too. So it's uh, it's been a process, but basically had one of my friends pass away um, from taking his own life in high school. And that was really just like the turning point where we were friends in high school, played lacrosse together, and then this was right when we had gotten to college. Um, and it was kind of just what felt like out of nowhere, like just a crazy, uh, tragic situation. Um, and that started the thought of like, you know, what can I do to spread awareness for this and spread this message? Because 
it was just starting to be talked about a little bit more. Um, and I really loved how people were trying to spread awareness in the space. And then about a year after that, his best friend took his own life. Um, and that was even deeper at the point of like, wow, we really just, you know, kind of get so caught up in life that we forget to check on certain people. Um, especially in a situation like that, where it seems obvious, you know, it seems like someone that really needs someone to be checking in on them. Um, after going through something like that, losing their best friend. And then about, you know, just this past year, um, his older brother took his life. So um, that was basically kind of like getting into one call your fam was already an idea. Um, and again, just another situation that um, pretty much just pushed me to the edge of, you know, okay, I've been thinking about this for a long time. And um, at a certain point, I realized I wanted it to be centered around jewelry. I wanted that to be the concept. Um, and then with this last friend passing away, that just pushed me into, you know, stop, stop thinking about it, stop just planning it and just do it and take the leap. Um, so yeah, those three friends really inspired everything we're working on to just, yeah, spread the message to check on the people you love and have every piece be a reminder when you put on a necklace, put on a bracelet in the morning to just shoot someone a text and um, pretty much, you know, whoever it is, anyone that's on your mind, shoot them a text, give them a call. Yeah, I mean, well, first off, sorry for your losses, obviously. Um, that's crazy. And obviously one is more than anyone should have to go through or it shouldn't, it shouldn't even be a thing that anyone has to go through. But to have three kind of like that is... It's wild and it's unfortunate and that you that that like led you to make the decision to start a brand that um, is based around it is incredible the first off especially because I'm thinking about it from my point of view from how I started because mine was a personal experience obviously where yours is through someone else around you which is awesome awesome in the way that it's it gives another perspective of you know how you, you might not be the one going through anxiety depression whatever it is but how to exactly what the name is you know check on your family call your fam or your friends or you know translate to everything teammates all different aspects of life so major props to you for doing that and working on spreading this message first off um yeah. But yeah, I mean, it is a, it's an amazing story on your part of what you've done with it and how you started it. And on my perspective, I've loved seeing how professional it's done. And because you have previous experience as like content creator and kind of filming and photography, correct? Yeah, yeah. So that's been super helpful to have that experience and bring it into play where... I think, you know, when we've talked about this before, like just with life, how everything works out, everything happens. Um, I think you kind of just start to realize that all of these things that we do leading up 
to the next thing can have a huge impact. So, so basically just being able to shoot all the photos, create the videos and work with friends who model and do everything that's allowed it to come to life has been really special to just, yeah, use all of those different, uh, different experiences from the past leading up till now to bring Call Your Fam to be what it is. Yeah, and that's it's amazing because it builds a community around it too and like getting people involved with it, especially your friends. It helps them, like, the message sit more with them and give them even more of a reason to push the message as well as it helps them get comfortable, especially with something like mental health, at least i found. Um, yeah. But... What are, what are some of the key, I guess, obviously besides just spreading like mental health awareness in general, what are some like kind of the key messages that like, you're trying to focus on from your view of checking on your friends and family? Yeah, so I think this is something that we talk about a lot where it's really interesting because everyone has their own experience with mental health. Um, and I know we talked about this on the phone, but it's basically been really eye-opening to see how so many people that, you know, might not even call it mental health, might not even, you know, even look at it in the same way we do, do have their own experiences, struggle with certain things, and everyone has their own battle. So, yeah, I think going off that, it's it's basically been connecting with people just having that first like you know like i said like if you're thinking about someone you haven't talked to them in a while shoot them a text or if you feel comfortable give them a call out of nowhere if you know that's your homie that's your family member that you felt really connected to and you just haven't talked and i find that a lot of the times just starting that conversation and you know you can start as casual as you want but just really like, yeah, just starting there can often lead to a much more in-depth conversation, can, uh, you know, make people feel comfortable to open up to you about things they might be struggling with. And yeah, basically just just starting, just doing that one thing, that text, that call, um, and starting there can make a huge difference in, you know, creating a really safe space for people to be vulnerable and uh and especially with people who yeah might feel like you know everyone knows someone who wouldn't put themselves out there mm-hmm. wouldn't feel comfortable to call you or text you if they're having a tough time so it seems like a lot of the time being the one who reaches out kind of just creates the opportunity for them to open up to you yeah, I would definitely agree with that from my experience. I feel like for me, it was, I guess, instead of like initiating the conversation, it was just like sharing my story was my way of doing that. And I think people, it definitely, starting in whatever way, whether it's your own story or checking in on someone, I think it definitely can help make the person feel like open up about their own stuff that's going on in their life yeah. and make them a bit more vulnerable and just like willing to talk about it and that like you said it leads to more and more it does kind of start just to snowball naturally yeah 100 percent. i was gonna ask you about that because one thing 
I think I've realized, especially coming from playing lacrosse and mm-hmm. being in the, yeah, just, just the sports scene in general, do you feel like you've had experiences where you've been able to connect with people who really wouldn't be open about their mental health in general or, you know, someone who might not want to talk about it, but because you're creating that space and that opportunity in, you know, a a masculine, uh, kind of like, yeah, the masculine environment that sports can breed. You feel like you've been able to create conversations in that space with people who might not talk about it otherwise. Yeah, definitely. And we didn't touch on this earlier, just but for everyone listening. So me and Jason know each other through growing up playing lacrosse, various club teams, played against each other. And then we reconnected this summer in L.A. Just randomly, we were out one night was with Sherman, all the boys. But uh, yeah, definitely um, lacrosse-wise, I think when I started to open up, like the first... It was probably the first place I saw it just because that was my immediate friend group and my like close friend group at the time. I hadn't branched out much in college, honestly. I was very, like, I hadn't started doing the creative stuff much yet. So I was just, it was just how I got to college. Like your friends kind of, you had the experience, like it becomes your team right away. Um, So with my roommates and stuff, as I started talking about it, I saw that they at first would ask me about it more or just ask how I was doing or stuff like that. And then by, you know, like my senior year, when I stepped away, it was people talked about it so regularly, I feel like, or at least to me, there was a couple individuals on the team who, if we're out and I saw them or like getting food or anything like that, they would talk to me about whatever they have going on. which was cool, and it's been cool seeing that there are a lot of athlete-driven mental health kind of Instagrams and podcasts, um, but a lot of them are like female-led or female-founded, which is great and amazing, but there is obviously the big problem with males, and especially in sports, with the not feeling like it's a weakness or like anything like that. Um, but I think... I was, yeah, I was able to have that experience where it opened the team up a bit. Definitely. Oh, yeah, dude. No, that's awesome to hear because I think, yeah, like you just said, when, you know, it is a space that female athletes are stepping into a lot and there have been, you know, certain male athletes that you see guys like Kevin Love come out and be super open about it. Um, But it is still, yeah, it's, it's the very beginning of yeah the masculine environment of mm-hmm. male contact sports to start talking about it and it's super cool now seeing you know the jed foundation and different organizations running national commercials during nfl games and stuff like that it's like you know that's that's a huge step um but i do think yeah from what you're saying right now it's like it starts as small as like your high school lacrosse team just starting the conversation college lacrosse team like high school basketball football soccer um because i think it is like yeah it's it's still the very beginning 
of that turning point to really making it a mainstream thing to be able to just be open about it and be comfortable talking in that environment. Yeah, and I would definitely think, I think individuals and the best way I could put it is like kid, like the athletes themselves and people on the team and teams in general or athletes in general have started talking about it a lot more. And I think I'm interested to see how in coaches start implementing stuff, if that makes sense. Uh, we did a lot of what well, like we refer to as like mental conditioning which was like mental toughness kind of stuff like that, but it wasn't mental health, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, but they play off each other, definitely. And I've spoken to a couple of like sports psychologists about it and a couple of coaches and it's interesting. I'm really like, I feel like there's a ton of coaches who are really buying into it. And then some are taking the time or, you know, there's, a lot of stories out there too with teams who have rallied around you know unfortunately it might be the loss of a teammate or some at the school or something like that which you know it it's absolutely amazing and but it, it's that double-edged sword where it sucks that it has to come to you know something like a lost life or a lost friend or teammate or um anything like that where the con- I feel like the conversation needs to start taking place earlier. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think, like you said, it's good that that allows people to be more open about it and people to, like, really come together and, like, realize how important it can be. Um, but I totally agree that I think it should start sooner. And the the conversation, too, around mental toughness, like, you know, like that's a huge thing. Like you need mental toughness to be a good athlete and to compete at the highest level. Um, but I do think too that it is just that like fine line. And there's, you know, there's so much gray area in that topic where mental toughness is honestly, you know, it's like great for 90% of athletes probably. But then there's like that 10% where like, they might be pushing too hard in one direction and, you know, having that internal battle where they're really struggling with whatever it is, um, whatever their, their specific mental health situation is that's going on. And yeah, there's, there's definitely not enough resources yet for athletes like that to, I guess, feel like, they can come out and be comfortable just talking about something they're struggling with. Um, But yeah, I I totally agree. I think coaching and even the universities having, you know, the therapists and counseling a little bit more, uh, more approachable could be a really, really good step in the right direction. Yeah. And one thing, one way I've been, I like to kind of think about it is I've had this conversation a couple of times, but um, I like to think about it as like mental toughness is if you're like lifting weights or conditioning or something like that. And then mental health and stuff is just like your physical health where if you have like the flu or COVID 
God forbid, you're not going to be able to lift weights. Yeah. You, you have to, like, address the problem that's happening inside of your body before you can really kind of, you know, do whatever else with it. So as much as, you know, all the mental conditioning stuff is amazing and it's a great step, if, you know, if someone has that underlying problem going on of anxiety or depression or performance anxiety or something like that perform mental uh like conditioning can definitely help with performance anxiety but it just there's other stuff that needs to be like fixed at the root i feel like um, yeah for athletes at least is my non-professional but from experience opinion yeah no i i totally agree with that because yeah and it's also it's just such a such a new space being super open about mental health and combining it with mental toughness um in sports that it's like yeah like everything we're saying i think is it's really could be beneficial um and it's just you know hopefully as time goes on and it's cool to see professional sports almost leading the way with that topic but I think, yeah, over the next couple of years, it'll be really good to see colleges, high schools, and everything continue to improve in those aspects. Definitely. I have this weird opinion, or not, I don't know, opinion, or feeling that it's been put, it's pushing so hard. Not it's being pushed so hard, but it's coming. There's a lot of the messaging coming from professional athletes right now, obviously. And, you know, a ton of stuff around the Olympics. Um, I feel like it's going to, start first with high schools i feel like they're gonna kind of start implementing it before college athletics catches up is my personal opinion but yeah dude yeah i i know that's uh yeah it's like one of those things where i guess there is a huge difference between just publicizing it and almost like not having it's not like it's like fully just for the PR, but that's definitely part of it at those super high levels and when people are spending a ton of money to advertise it. Um, because yeah, at the end of the day, like the small high school program that's actually talking to their athletes about it and creating that space for them is more impactful than you know the Super Bowl level commercial or whatever it is that is really good but it's you know it comes across as like not as not as authentic Mm -hmm. um so yeah I could totally see that happening at the high school level and I think for both of us too with our personal experiences it's like that's where it matters most because all those pro athletes have at least made it through that and you know now they are where they are and they're technically successful um and a lot of them struggle but they are you know in a good place on paper um but you don't get there if you don't make it through high school and yeah. you don't have resources yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. um where'd your where'd the jewelry idea come from did you were you always someone who liked jewelry or just yeah, where to come from yeah yeah so I think jewelry was a really slow progression for me this is like not a mental health topic uh specifically but basically for background 
I've been talking to people and I think similarly with how we're talking about mental health, a lot of guys right now are slowly starting to wear more and more jewelry. Um, and it's definitely becoming a staple in a lot of guys' wardrobes, outfits, um, and just in fashion in general. So I think I slowly started in college. I would just wear a pendant and that was it. And then, you know, I got a little bit older, graduated from college, started to wear some rings, a couple of bracelets. Um, and then over time, just being in LA specifically too, um, it kind of gave me the space to feel comfortable wearing stuff. Um, cause I think it is, it's also one of those topics where guys can still like, depending on who it is, people give each other a hard time. Like, like, Oh, like, you know, nice pearls, whatever it is. Yeah. But it, it's like, yeah, being up here really gave me the opportunity to just like see guys wear 10 times crazier stuff than I do. Um, so I was like, damn, I, I like how that looks. I like how it feels. Um, and I think it's cool. So I just started wearing more and more. And then, yeah, one day I literally just connected the ideas of being like, wow, what if I could do that and have the jewelry be the vehicle to spread our message? Um, and that was the, the beginning of everything. So that's yeah. awesome. I never, I never thought about it in that way of how it's like similar to mental health as it's slowly becoming more talked about or seen in the public for males. Yeah. Yeah. Super, uh, not even like directly relatable to each other, but it's, yeah, it's super interesting how it is kind of like going at a similar pace. Um, or yeah, I feel like five years ago, probably didn't see very many guys wearing you know pearl necklaces rings all this stuff and now it's super common so i think it'll keep going in that direction yeah i feel like i i started wearing jewelry like fresh so end of freshman sophomore year of college but i definitely got questions like what's with the rings man or something yeah. like that out and i was just like i i like them yeah. Um, I had zero other explanation. But uh, I know, and it's funny because that's like, that's all that matters. Um, in the same way as being open about mental health, you're just, you're just talking about it. You're just starting, starting something new. Um, and I think, yeah, with jewelry too, it's one of those things where it's been similar even in the sense of athletes and celebrities and that whole space where, yeah. People would give each other a hard time and then they see their favorite pro athlete wearing a bunch of rings and bracelets and necklaces and yeah. like, oh, I guess it's kind of cool now. Yeah, it's this cool just mix of culture, but all these different categories like coming in and meeting it. Jewelry, fashion, music. It's cool that mental health and like sports, mental health is like very much creeping into that. Yeah. No, 100%. I think it's like seeing the amount of brands and not even just the amount, but the amount of really cool brands who have come into the space and also being, yeah, being a cool brand creates that opportunity too, where guys who are super early, like mad hacky starting, you know, almost five years ago now, 
I think people weren't even like talking about mental health very much at that point. And they kind of crept in with like, oh, we have these really cool hoodies and sweats and like really high quality stuff that's fashionable. And we also support mental health. And people just started wearing it more and more and more and more. And I feel like now it's at a point where, you know, even back then people would probably be like, oh, what's Mad Happy when someone's wearing that? And it kind of started the conversation before it was cool to start talking about it. Yeah. Um, and now there's so many brands, like you said, just intersecting at, yeah, fashion. And then within that, just clothing, jewelry, shoes, like music, art, everything. I have a pair of mental health shoes. Pretty fire. Um, no, but yeah, actually, I also just applied for a job at Mad Happy. Nice. Which would be cool. It'd be, Dude, I could, I could totally see that for you. It'd be awesome. I, it was just what was on the website, so who knows, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I like, I love the idea that you've, we have such similar kind of brands, but there's, they're from almost like opposite angles and mm -hmm. diff, in a different product avenue as well. And we have we've had very different experiences starting them. I've most of my stuff has been like as I go. Mm -hmm. If people haven't been able to tell, um, I've been you know learning everything as I go. Where it you've had you know professional experience and it you know it pays off. Your stuff looks beautiful, branding wise. Um, Thank you, dude. Yeah, definitely. And I because I would see. I would see you posting on your Instagram story pictures of the jewelry for the longest time and tagging it, but there was never anything on the Call Your Fam Instagram, and so I could never figure out what it was. Uh, or, like, your involvement in it. I didn't know if you were just getting paid to shoot content or something like that, and then when you dropped it, I was blown away. Yeah, that that was, like, definitely a funny stage when it was kind of in between. Um, cause I had told all my close friends, but then, yeah, with people who, you know, homies that just, I had, you know, talked to here and there, I feel like people didn't know that's what it was. So a lot of people were like, oh, like, you know, is your agency working with this company? Is this like a new startup? Um, what, like, what is this? So yeah, that was basically the, the in-between before, we launched everything and I really started talking about it. Um, but dude, yeah, it's, it's one of those things too, where I think how you're talking about your journey and how you really just went for it. I honestly respect that because I think so many people nowadays, and this is like a little bit more to the business side, but it's really hard to have an idea now and with social media and with all these high standards and expectations, it's hard to just do it. Like, you know, there's so many people, the the quote where they just say like, you know, 90% of people or 99% of people have an idea and never do it. Um, because it's just, it's really hard to like be vulnerable in a different way and put yourself out there with a brand and with your name on something. 
So I love how you just went for it. And that's honestly the best way to do it in a certain sense, because like the amount of progress you've made since you started to, it's like not just the clothing, not just the, the new drop that was super sick, by the way. Thank you. Um, just like seeing the evolution of the brand and how you're going about things differently, you know, with this drop versus the last drop or whatever it is. It's like, you know, you're just learning as you go. And I'm sure another year from now, you'll look back again, you'll have a ton of podcast episodes now. <laughs> um, it's like, dude, it's just, it, it all builds just one day at a time. Yeah, definitely. I definitely had no idea what I was getting myself into. But like I have a call with an accountant at, after this about taxes and when I was creating my first sweatshirt was not thinking about having to file taxes for a company, but here we are. Um, but yeah, no, thank you so much. Um, but yeah, and that's kind of why that kind of brings into the entire theme, main theme of the podcast around mental health is just showing all these different stories of people, um, who have done different things or started companies, athletes, um, musicians, stuff like that. But just to show people that it it obviously there's going to be a lot of work involved, but you can just take that jump and to hopefully be able to. My goal is people can like watch all these at the end of it and piece together pieces and be like, okay, this is how I start my brand or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, but no, thank you so much, and I haven't commented on it yet, but love the beanie. Thank you, dude. Yeah, I'm stoked to stoked to be rapping out here in LA, and just yeah, I haven't uh, haven't worn it out out yet, but I probably will this weekend, and we'll uh, I'll keep you posted on any any compliments I get, and I think that's like another cool aspect in just yeah, again like another tangent of just being able to rep these brands, whether it is yeah, bigger brand like. The Mad Happies and Lonely Ghosts, where like it's everyone knows from social media. Um, but even us repping each other's brands, it's kind of a thing where I've had so many cool conversations with my homies who wear my stuff if I'm wearing their stuff and we're just out and they just send me a text and like, yo, I just had a great conversation with a stranger, just gave away my necklace and like they're super stoked on it. They love what you're doing. So <clears throat> whether it's, yeah, a necklace, a beanie, a sweatshirt, I think um, there's also something super special about not just us spreading what we're doing or trying to spread awareness. It's really the community, our friends, our family, and strangers who end up, you know, resonating with the mission and buying a piece. And then they're just out there just wearing stuff and starting conversations with other strangers and just growing and spreading that, uh, that message to everyone. So definitely I have the, uh, I got your buddy beads on. I got, uh, no, I, I'm waiting till I'm like randomly out one time and just get into a really deep conversation with a stranger. And then I can just be like, here, pass these on yeah. to the next time you have one of these conversations. But, um, yeah, it's the one of the cool one of my favorite experience I had at first was when someone like random complimented it 
and you were able to say that like, oh, like I made this for the first time. I don't know if you've had that yet with jewelry, but, and then obviously it's, you know, people start asking more and then you can dive into, it's a easy segue to start diving into the greater overall message of the brands. And then, you know, yeah. same with friends. They're like, my boy made this, my friend made this. And then it's based around mental health. It, it's again, it starts a conversation. Um, exactly. Which is the end goal in all this more than, you know, spreading the brand and product around as long as it's just the conversation is the goal yeah yeah it makes it super easy to just have that conversation start and yeah just again creates those like just like how we're talking about calling our own friends and family i think with a stranger you know it's you could do it but it's tough to just like go up to a random stranger every day and be like how's your day going like you know, like, I, I don't want to, like, be weird, but I, you know, yeah. I love talking about mental health. It, like, it's, <laughs> it's, like, kind of tough. Um, so I think it's just, like, a really organic way of having those important conversations with people you don't even know. Um, and one thing we've been doing at the pop-ups we've been having is with the Buddy Beads, we're like, okay, if you call someone to check in right now, someone you love, someone you haven't talked to in a while, just to check in and say what's up and see how they're doing, then you can just have one for free. So it's cool to have these strangers pretty much just, you know, they're right there and they're like, oh shit. And just take out their phone, call their mom, call their friend, call their cousin, someone they haven't talked to in a while. And they're just like, hey, you know, I'm at the Call Your Fan booth right now. I just wanted to call to check in because uh, I know it's been way too long and yeah I think just little things like that can go a long way yeah we had, we, had, we didn't touch on the pop-ups yet so where those are in Santa Monica right so those are in Silver Lake okay uh, so like 20 minutes inland but yeah basically long story short um, another cool mental health connection i was reaching out to flea markets and this one specifically the lady got back to me and said that she had her best friend take his own life um and he was struggling with mental health about 10 years ago she's like you know if someone would have checked in on him i think that could have made a huge difference um and he might still be here today so we're like really full but i want to get you in i want to get you guys a spot um so it's really special how stuff like that just happens um again like to the point of just doing it and just doing what feels right and just reaching out and putting yourself out there um it's super cool that that allowed everything to fall into place so yeah now we're in silver lake every weekend just have pop-ups and yeah, just talking to strangers, having cool conversation, and um, pretty much just just there to see what happens and see, uh, you know, if anyone comes up that's struggling with something or someone that just wants to talk about life, um, we're just there to, to talk to everyone. That's awesome, yeah. They look so much fun. Yeah, it's, it's super fun. Would love to do some kind of in-person event at some point. I um, know. I think you uh, you could definitely 
do that, especially when you're back out here, since like, I'm sure there's stuff out there. I have, I have no idea though. Um, but yeah, dude, when you're in LA, San Diego, I feel like there's, there's some really cool spots. Definitely. I'm sure there, something in New York could be really cool here. Yeah. That'd be uh, sick. But I, yeah, I never even thought about the fact that like, you know, beyond doing a pop-up just to spread the brand, how many inter- like one-on-one interactions you'll probably get with people who just unexpectedly, they didn't go to whatever market expecting to, you know, take a dive into mental health in whatever yeah. regards to it might be for them, but it definitely can probably help fix a lot of people's days or make a lot of people's days better um, just by seeing it out and about again. Um, so that's amazing. Thank you, dude. Yeah, I think that's like the super, super cool part is you just, you have no idea, you know, mm-hmm. you could have the best, best conversation with a stranger you've had. So it's just one weekend, one weekend, one day at a time, just hanging out there and seeing who comes through. And yeah, it could be, could be a super special conversation. So yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll stoke, be stoked to see what you end up doing, whether it's in New York or back out here. But I think, uh, I think you guys could have a super successful vibe in the same exact way as just having a pop-up, having all your merch and, uh, and yeah, cool people coming through. For sure. Um, just kind of wrap up here. So what is, what's next for you? Obviously you just did the gold drop and you started the pop-ups. Um, do you guys have any big plans? Are you taking a little break and just letting it grow a bit after getting this kind of launch off the ground? Yeah. So I think as far as what's next for call your fam, it definitely isn't dropping more pieces right away. Um, but more connecting with influencers and just influential people who really resonate with the message and already put out mental health um, and just, you know, health and wellness, everything in that whole, uh, that whole field of just putting out encouraging content online, because we really want to just be able to connect with those people who are already in the space and pretty much have an audience who could really benefit from our pieces and you know really just just understand how important mental health is so that's probably the biggest thing that we'll be pushing this month crazy it's march 1st but yeah literally uh connecting with cool people who align with the brand and keeping the pop-ups going and then from there i think we're just gonna just gonna start trying to get more and more uncomfortable just doing doing crazy stuff in person uh, setting up random stuff on the street random random signs random reminders to uh to check on someone you love to check on yourself um and really just yeah continue to uh to grow the brand and see what we can do that's awesome i'm really excited to see where it goes i need to cop a couple more pieces 
I really want to get, get one of the pearl pieces and then the bracelets too. Um, but thank you so much for your time, man. This is a great conversation. Um, I'm glad we got to touch on you know, ways you can help people around you, ways you can start the conversation. I'm glad we got to touch on all, you know, mental health in terms of athletics, as well as get a little, little bit of business building advice as well in there. Yeah, 100%. And the, the last thing for you too is uh, what's, what's next? What's for, next for, uh, for me? Or what a wonderful life. Um, right now, I mean, so just to drop two, which was the week after it, I, was, I felt so weird because it was the, like, it was just one thing that was completely like off my plate and I had time and I felt like I should be doing something and I felt like, really uncomfortable. I don't know why, but um, the next thing for me is I really want to focus on kind of growing the podcast and just keep aligning people up because there's so many people with amazing stories and, you know, they vary in degree in depth of mental health. Um, some are, you know, more business related. Some are going to be, you know, I have a couple athletes lined up. I have a couple, you know, music producers, a couple of different artists. Um, but I just really want to get people of all different types. I've been thinking about it. Like, there's so many different types of stories. And like we've talked about, obviously, you know, mental health is such a unique thing where it's not the same for any individual. So, yeah like compiling it everything together and just essentially like giving people as many I feel like scenarios um that people have gone through to look at could just be amazing like platform and tool um so I want to just really grow that and you know start doing more video content and kind of like you said like almost more like kind of guerrilla marketing stuff like just going out there and posting stuff around I want to start like running around giving away hoodies and stuff like that to people like in random cities. I feel like it could be really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just, you know, slowly developing the brand and kind of figuring out my vision for it. It's changed a hundred million times, I feel like, but it's been nice to just be, it's all based around mental health and trying to include that. So, so it's next for me. Hell yeah, dude. Well, I'm stoked to hear that. I think it'll be super cool to have, like you said, so many different people with different backgrounds on the same platform. Um, because, yeah, it, it really does just give everyone the opportunity to connect with that person's story, whoever it is. Um, so, yeah, dude, keep, keep killing it. Thank you for having me. And stoked to see what's next for you guys. Perfect. Well, thanks, man. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening and or watching now um, that we have video. But tune in next week for the next episode and can't wait to see you guys then.